She rants, she raves, she's got a really big mouth. She prays, she swears, and most importantly, she's here to help you believe in you. Welcome to the Prayers and Swears podcast. Good morning. Welcome to the Prayers and Swears podcast. I'm your host, Trina Dingman, aka Greasy Girl Gone Clean. Happy Friday. I hope you had a fabulous week. I was on vacation, actually. Um, I went to my parents' cabin, which is like 13 kilometers down a dirt road in the middle of nowhere, and they have no service. Actually, if you're lucky and you get up before 7 a.m., you might maybe be able to like, you know, post one story on Instagram, maybe, or something like that. But there's like basically no service there. And the funny thing is, my whole family talked about it. There used to be service there and now there isn't. So we don't really know <laughs> why that is. Um, actually, it's funny. I was talking to a couple of my business partners today when I came home and they said, you know what? Maybe that's just God's blessing to you because like I can't remove myself a lot of times from work. And so um, maybe that's just a blessing that for some reason we don't have service there. But um, I do the first couple of days really like this time, especially found myself feeling a little bit of anxiousness, like oh my gosh, I like not working and doing work things and sharing my life on Instagram because I, I live there, <laughs> like not answering messages and going in my groups. And, but it was a blessing to like release. And, um, and I think that's really, really important. And I know I've talked about that before in previous podcasts. That it's very, very important to have a day of rest. And it's part of that symphony of wellness I talk about all the time. But I um, usually find that I will like, have this like information downloaded to me from God. Like, I feel like God is telling me like, okay, I want you to talk about this thing or I want you to talk about that thing. And I literally always speak from my heart. And I often have like three or four weeks worth of podcasts recorded. And then I just schedule them and they, you know, come out when they come out. And here it is Thursday night, actually. I always say, I always put these on Friday morning, but it's, it's Thursday night, 10 PM when I'm recording this. And for the first time, like since I started my podcast, I did not have something scheduled for tomorrow. And, um, I prayed about it. I was like, okay, God, like I need something. Um, you know, but I, I don't, I don't believe in like forcing things. I don't believe in forcing anything. So I'm actually doing some work tonight, catching up on things. I'm behind. You can probably hear my husband screaming at the children, trying to get them ready for bed. <laughs> like in my office, but we have like amazing, the microphone picks up amazing sound, which is why if you're a mom, you know what I'm talking about. You go out into your car for privacy, right? So now that my kids aren't going to school, they're off for the summer. I don't have that like quiet time where I sit in my car in the morning anymore. Like I don't, is quiet time exist? I swear sometimes when you're a parent, like, no, you do not get quiet time. Um, and on that vacation that I just had where I was gone for like seven days, you can probably hear my children stomping on the ground right now, but on that vacation, I literally didn't even have a second to myself. Like, I think I had one morning where I managed to get on the dock and nobody was there. And I read some of my devotionals and I prayed and I read my Bible, but I had like that very small window. But like, I mean, if you're a mom, you know what I'm talking about? Like you don't get any time. You can't sit on the toilet by yourself. You can't have a shower by yourself. You can't do anything without getting interrupted at least 10 times. If your children are in the house, even if you tell them, please don't interrupt me. I need 30 minutes to do X, Y, Z. They're going to interrupt you at least twice. Um, funny how that works, right? But anyway, so I thought I would come down and catch up on some work 
And so um, as I was going through some of my Instagram stuff, I, I saw funny enough that somebody had liked this post of mine and I like, I don't pay attention to the little details. It's just not who I am. And I don't know why I opened it, but it opened to this post that I had made in September of 2019. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like this is what I need to talk about. And it's a post about me being an introvert. And, um, I just talked to like in my post, I just said, I shared a quote, which I think is really great. It's an unknown quote. And it said, for introverts, to be alone with our thoughts is as restorative as sleeping, as nourishing as eating. And I thought that was such a great quote because I am an introvert. And it doesn't mean that I'm shy. It means I get my energy from being alone. It doesn't mean I don't like people. In fact, I love people. I want to help people, inspire people, motivate people. I want to love all the people all the time. But being around people also can suck me dry. So this is what I said in my post. Um, And I talked about the love-hate relationship I have with going in my inbox because I love pouring into people and I love, you know, that every single message I get from people, I give it 100% when I answer, but I also, you know, almost get anxiety from needing to go through my inboxes and emails and stuff like that because I know it's going to draw every ounce of energy from my soul and it does. So um, last year I really struggled with this and I, or maybe it was about a couple of years ago before, before COVID, it was like just before COVID happening, it was really, really bad. And I was really, really struggling with that and praying for answers. And I thought this was so key because I said at the bottom of my post, I said, I've been praying for answers. And like, why do I have such a passion for my business, for my career, for what I do in life with leading other women and mentoring other women. Why am I so determined to uplift and empower women to love themselves, to elevate their lives? And yet it's not easy. My, like my business related tasks are like easy stuff, right? But it's not easy to show up day after day, stepping out of my comfort zone, doing it all afraid. And I had spoken to a friend of mine uh, at church and was kind of talking to her about some of these issues. And she said words that I shared and I thought were so valuable. And she said, God did not put us here to be comfortable. He put us here to work and to glorify his kingdom. I just need to read that again because it's so powerful. God did not put us here to be comfortable. He put us here to work and to glorify his kingdom. Now that means doing scary shit (laughs) day after day because it's not all about me. It's not all about you. It's not about what we can do or what we can handle. It's what God can do through us, what he equips us to do. Things like freaking host a podcast when I personally feel like I have no damn business hosting a podcast or giving people biblical, um, you know, tips or advice or whatever. Um, but it's not about me. It's about what God can do through me. And as I came down to my office tonight, I was having a little moment, you know, one of those self doubt moments and my, you know, my fears and Sorry, here I am. My famous yawning during a podcast that I'm recording at night. But I was having my like my fears and my little, you know, that those little whispers of like doubt in your mind. And um and and I right away spoke out loud and I was like, no, God can I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's not about me, it's about what God can do through me. And that's just the case. God, our God is the God of the impossible. The impossible, it specifically says in the Bible, with man, this is impossible, right? But with God, all things are possible. 
right? All things. That means all the scary stuff. We're like, oh my gosh, I can't do. I'm not equipped. Of course you're not. Yeah. How God's glory is shined through you. It's shined through your cracks. It's shined through your imperfections. When you show up all imperfect, all messed up, all broken, and God can still use you. I always love to say he turns our mess into our message. Probably talk about that a lot because it's important. Um, but that the funny thing is that advice was so amazing that my friend gave me, my friend Amanda. And when she said he didn't put us here to be comfortable, he put us here to work and to glorify his kingdom. And you know what? Every single bit of the business that I run makes me uncomfortable. I grew up in like a household where everything is private. My dad is like the king of privacy. Don't tell anybody anything. Don't give people your phone number. Don't give people your address. Don't tell people where you live. Don't like private, private, private. Never tell anybody anything. Then I was a bill collector, bill collector for 10 years, which is probably why one of the many reasons why I identify with Matthew so much in the Bible. And if you know, I'm obsessed with that show, The Chosen right now. If you have not, this is the first time you're listening to this podcast. I'm telling you, y'all, there's a free show, free show. It's not on Netflix, Amazon, any of those places. You can just go to the app, the app, look it up in the app store. It's called The Chosen. Um, and it is a free show. Watch it. It's a life changing show. Tell all the people about it. It's like the most amazing show. Anyway, anyway, in that show, they depict Jesus and his disciples. And of course they, uh, you know, have created the character of Matthew and I just identify with him so much. Um, and I don't know if it's partially the history of my bill collector. There's many, many things. And ironically, that's actually my favorite book in the Bible too. And uh, anyway, getting off track is chasing butterflies and bubbles in the park like I usually do. But anyway, my point was um, like we we are created to work and do things afraid because every part of my business makes me afraid. I, I'm afraid to um, share my life publicly on Instagram. I am afraid to message people and invite them to join me, which is so stupid because it's really not a big deal. Um, and actually, I'm not really afraid of that anymore. It's taken me seven years, but I'm not really afraid of it anymore because I am i just know the blessing it could be in people's lives if, if this is a solution to an issue for them. But like, there's just little things about my business that are really freaking scary to me. And like, one of those things is, is my, you know, introvert self has to be out there sharing more of my energy with more people. And I, to me, that is freaking hard. Like, it's, it's fucking hard for me. Um, but again, it's not about me. And if you read the beginning of the Bible, it specifically says that we were created to work. And doesn't mean work yourself to the bone. Like I just recently talked about the whole stop the hustle thing. Um, but it means that that's our purpose. Our purpose is to work and to glorify God. And that means we're going to have to, if we want to be in alignment with his will for our life, we're going to have to do some scary shit. We're going to have to do some things that are uncomfortable. And, um, it's just part of the job. It's part of, you know, being a part of God's army and like wanting to help other people, wanting to, you know, point them in the direction that's going to bless their life. And ironically, I have, I create affirmations every year that are for that year. I pray about it. I, you know, ask God to direct me to the right scriptures. And I base um, a, a majority of my affirmations on scriptural things because I obviously want, I mean, for me, um, you know, I, I, I want my life to be, I want to glorify God. 
I want to point people in his direction. I want him to be blessed by me showing up in the world. And I want to be in alignment with God's will for my life. I don't want, I'll tell you what, I had plenty of control when I didn't have, I, when I hadn't given my life to God. And you know how well I did managing my life? <laughs> fucking shitty coming from my history of addiction and poor judgment and poor relationships and just like awful, awful, horrible. Yeah. Anyway, again, that's a whole other podcast episode, but, but I, I was not doing a great job of managing my life. I couldn't because we're not supposed to, we're not supposed to do all the things by ourselves. God calls us to be in connection with him. He calls us to be in relationship with him. And when we are, we get more clarity. We get more focus. We get more answers. We get more direction. You know, there's a reason why I have um, a tattoo on my arm all about God directing my life because I want God to direct my life. Um, And again, each to their own. But I feel like it's not about me. It's about what God can do through me and what he will equip us to do, which is so it's so beyond anything that we can really comprehend. And when I, when I record these podcasts, when I write posts on social media, when I'm speaking motivationally to the women in my uh, wellness workshops or the women in my, that I'm mentoring in business, I, I am like a hundred percent sure. There's no doubt in my mind that God like supernaturally downloads information to me that I'm supposed to share with other people. Um, sorry. Cause I know I'm not equipped. And as I was walking down the stairs tonight to go into my office and my brain was doing that crazy thing that it does where it's like, oh my gosh, you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're never going to figure it out. You're too dumb. You're like, you can't do this. I had to remember my affirmations. I had to remember what I know is actually true because my brain is going to lie to me all the time. And your brain is going to lie to you every day. Your brain is always going to tell you what you can't do, what you're not equipped to do, what you're not good enough to do, what you're not capable of. And you have to remember to speak back to that brain of yours and say, you know what? That's not fucking true. It sounds true, but I know it's not true. And so you do things like build affirmations around those lies so that you can speak truth to yourself when that shit comes in your head, when that crazy crap drops in your head and tells you all the reasons why you can't succeed, everything you're not equipped to do, that's where you speak back to it. That's your power. Your power is your words. It says in the Bible that, you know, um, we have, we can choose uh, life or death, life or death, the power of life and death is in the tongue. And it's our words are containers for power. And I think about that all the time because what comes in our head, we often allow to fall out of our mouths. Now, I <laughs> I am certainly famous for letting all kinds of inappropriate shit fall out of my mouth on a regular basis. And it's definitely, you know, it says no man can tame the tongue in the Bible, ironically. And I certainly can't tame mine, but praise God, he's working on me all the time. I'm so grateful for that. But my affirmations are one of those things that definitely help remind me who I am because we need to know the truth of who we are because that will put us right back on that path. Because when all those lies and all those fears drop into your head, you can go to those affirmations which are built on truth and you can remind yourself of who the fuck you actually are. And so one of my affirmations that I desperately need to... um, constantly be speaking over myself is based on one of my favorite scriptures, um, which is second Timothy uh, chapter one, verse seven, for God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. And I turned that into an affirmation because I really, really needed, (laughs) I needed to speak that out loud. So I often um, struggle with, you know, one of the lies I tell myself all the time is like, I'm not organized. 
I'm not organized. I have crappy time management skills. You know, I'm not, I'm not capable of being on time. I'm not capable of being focused. I'm not, I, I, I'm sure that I have like some sort of, I, I undiagnosed ADHD, but like, and I probably should look into that. But I like, I know this is one of those things that was like, I have to be careful to even say that out loud, to say that out loud. Like that's that in itself. You, I mean, I'm, I'm speaking against myself, so I have to stop doing that. So one of my affirmations is I declare I am powerful, filled with love, calm, well-balanced of mind, disciplined, and I have self-control because God gave me these gifts of the Spirit. So that's one of those things that I had to create an affirmation out of it because I have to remember that, no, maybe I'm not capable. Maybe I don't have, you know, the power within myself to do those things. But through God, he's given me not a spirit of fear. He's given me a, a spirit of power. He's given me this ability to overcome my weaknesses. And actually, I think it's John Maxwell um, that says, like, if you, and obviously I'm totally paraphrasing here, but he's like, if you spend, um, if you think about your faults, okay, and you think about your, uh, your skills and your skill set and what you're great at, you know, I, I feel like um, I, motivational speaking, you know, breathing encouragement, I feel like I have the spirit of encouragement that God specifically said, you're supposed to uh, encourage people and you're supposed to tell people about me. Like, I know I have a spirit of encouragement and a spirit of evangelism. Like those things are in me. There's no doubt in my mind. Those are the things that I need to continue to grow, work on and get better because that's a skill set I feel like naturally God has provided me. One of my not natural skill sets is organization, planning, time management, all those things. So John Maxwell says you're supposed to spend 80% of your time nurturing those things that come naturally to you, those skill sets, those, um, uh, what do they call it? Like gifts of the spirit. And then 20% of the time working on the other stuff. Because if you spend 80% of your time working on your skill set, you're going to get really hella good at those things, right? Because you already have those things in you. It's a piece of you. It's like your God-given gifts. So keep nurturing them, growing them, getting better. And they will help you to overcome that 20% of you that's not so great, right? Um, and that other, that's, or pardon me, that, the part of you that's not so great. And that's why John Maxwell says, like, only work on that stuff 20% because you're only going to get a little bit better at what you're not great at, right? You're not going to ever really enhance that like a ton because it's not your natural gifting. And here's the thing, when you focus on your natural gifts and grow them and make them better, then those begin to outgrow the stuff that you're not great at. So for example, let's just say like with my encouragement and my like motivational speaking and lifting people up and pointing people to Jesus and things like that, all of that I can take that and use it to help more people, which is going to build my business, which is going to build my income, which is going to allow me to hire somebody, you know, like a virtual assistant to do the things that maybe I'm not great at, or to be able to help me to distribute content or keep things organized or whatever, whatever that I'm not good at doing. Do you see what I'm saying? Um, man, a lot of times I swear, like I'm talking, things just don't come out right, but I hope it makes sense to you. <laughs> but my point is, you know, we can continue to elevate our lives by working on ourselves and doing this like on repeat. Right. And, um, and we just have to remember like God didn't put us here to be comfortable and, and continuing to grow those skills, you know, to help other people. We're going to have to get out of our comfort zone and we're going to have to work at it. It's not, not everything is easy. 
you know, whatever your goal is, whatever your dream is, whatever you feel like your God-given purpose is, it doesn't mean it's going to be easy to get there. I mean, there's thousands of people in history that have made, you know, left these incredible legacies and done amazing things in their lives, but it wasn't easy for them. It's not like they didn't have to make sacrifice. It's not like they didn't have to work at it. Um, and that's, again, that's how God, you know, is glorified through our weakness, through our imperfections. And he uses those things to, you know, expand his kingdom and to glorify himself. And that's, that's how God rolls. So I just want to encourage you, you know, like maybe you're wrestling with something that God's called you to do and it's scary shit, but fear is only going to steal your destiny. It's going to keep you living a small, unvictorious life. So let's stop shrinking back from our calling and let's stop playing small Let's take a leap of faith and commit to living the rest of our lives, taking action and doing it freaking afraid anyway, because you can do all things through Christ who empowers you. You can, you can be a badass and you can do all the things if you don't try to do them by yourself. Leaning on God, I think is like the most amazing thing that we can do because that's truly where our power comes from. Your power comes from knowing your creator and knowing who you're created to be. And it gives you so much confidence. I am often feeling like I walk in the dark and I'm reaching out blindly and I'm like in a dark room all the time. My eyes are covered. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. But often when I reach out, when I'm really scared and I reach out, I'm like, oh, Jesus is still there. Like I am in the dark and I don't know what I'm doing and it's freaking scary, but I'm not by myself. And thankfully, I have someone leading me that does know all the things, that has all the answers, that knows the way. And I'm so grateful for that because I know that I'm not alone. And that gives me so much confidence to just do shit afraid. I mean, that's why my motto for my business team is do it afraid. Um, I think that's a really, really important thing to do because anything that we really want to do is going to be scary. Anything, if we're going to accomplish something, it's going to be scary. Could you imagine? Tell me Martin Luther King wasn't scared. Tell me that he didn't have fear, but he did it anyway. Tell me Oprah wasn't scared, but she did it anyway. Like, there's so many amazing leaders in history when you look back and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine how terrified, you know, if I analyze how scary it must have been to step out and to do these things. But they did it. You know, Rosa Parks, I mean, I, I just am in awe of some of these people who, you know, stepped out and their faith was in God and they did it afraid. And then look at the incredible impact they had. You can have impact in this world. You can make an incredible impact and it doesn't have to be in a business because maybe that's not your calling. Maybe God has called you to raise a family. Maybe God has called you to help hungry people. Maybe God has helped you or called you to save animals. I don't know what your calling is, but I, I know that it's important and that you can make an impact by being you. But I also know that you can make a bigger impact when you partner with God because that's where your power is going to come from. That's where all that truth and those crazy downloads that, that just seem to come out of nowhere, that's where that comes from. And that will give you faith to go forward when it's scary, when you want to quit and when you want to give up because nobody who gave up ever accomplished anything. And that's not going to be you. You're not the kind of person to give up. I know you're not. And neither am I. I'm just going to keep blindly walking, praying, 
reaching out for God and, um, and praying that God will help me to make an impact in somebody's life as I walk through this life so blindly, but with so much faith. Um, and I hope you do too. Anyways, bless you. I hope that you have an incredible weekend, a great week ahead. Thank you so much for being here. And I pray again that you got, you got something valuable out of this and that it blesses your life. And if it has blessed your life or you've gotten some kind of value out of it, that you would please leave a review um, about the podcast or pay it forward to somebody else that you think could be blessed by it. And uh, we'll see you guys soon. Take care. Follow my mom at, on Instagram at prayers and swears. No swearing. Follow my mommy on Instagram at greasy girl gone clean. Or (laughs) you can follow me at both. And if you got some value out of this podcast, please share it with somebody. Tag me for sure on the gram or leave me a review because that's how people find this podcast. Thanks so much.